welcome to the committee piece slash my podcast about Libra Comic. Uh, we will talk about academics, but before, let's quickly know our guest and also our chairperson, Elena. Hello, everyone. Um, I am Elena. I am 18 years old and I am a law student from Greece. I am very excited to chair the Committee on Civil Liberties, Justice and Home Affairs in a, in a very interesting topic of the adoption system. Thank you. It's, it's really nice to meet you. Is there any specific reason you picked this topic? Mm. So, as I mentioned before, I'm a law student, so I am very interested in to any topic that has some sort of a legal context in this. And, and because how the adoption system works, although it seems like a topic that has to do more with the social side of it, it is actually a very legal topic that has to do with how the laws are structured in each member state. And uh, that is particularly the reason why I opted to share this topic. Yeah. So back to academic, your topic overview mentions less than 12 children for every 100,000 people are adopted annually. So that is really a rare statistic. Could you please tell me why your topic is important according to this statistic? Um, it is true that, uh, that uh, less than 12 children for every uh, 100,000 people are adopted annually, which is a very uh, low number compared to the number of children who are residents in institutional care. So basically, exactly because both the European Union and member states individually individually uh, want to make sure that the child's first interests are, are represented and are safeguarded, they have uh, structured the adoption system in, into a very complicated way. Let's say it takes a lot for a prospective parent uh, to do in order to be able to adopt the child which is uh, particularly and mainly the reason why there are so few children adopted every year. Uh, it is true that making family is a complex decision and not many parents opt for adoption, which is also another reason why this is a very low number. But uh, I think that the most important reason why this is a very important topic is because people do not really opt for that, uh, let's say, version of making family. They all go into more options that the medical field has to offer, but adoption is important as well because there are many children, as I said before, who are in institutional care and are looking for a healthy environment to grow up in, and uh, they should be granted that opportunity, and prospective parents should be granted the opportunity to try and uh, make a family this way without having to go through a very extensive procedure to do so. Well, so your topic is how adoption is not working in an efficient way in Europe, right? So what would you say is the biggest reason that I know already mentioned some of them, but what is the biggest reason behind it? So uh, exactly because adoption uh, and how adoption is structured depends on how family law is structured in each member state. Every country has its own rules about adoption, its own criteria, and its own way of structuring this procedure, uh, which means basically that there are, uh, there is a diverse of different, a diversity of different legislations in place regarding adoption. Uh, so that makes our topic a little bit more complicated as it would be if there weren't such uh, differences between member states, because that creates legal uncertainty for parents. Um, for example, when uh, someone wants to adopt a child who is uh, in a different nationality than the parent, they have to go through 
two different procedures, one in the member states that the parents are, resident, are residents of, and one in the member state that the child is a resident of. And um, that means that makes it like two times more complicated than it would have been if the parents, for example, opted for same nationality, uh, opted to adopt the same nationality child. The main reason why this is so complicated is this, the fact that member states have different legislations and that complicates uh, the efficiency of the system. Thank you. So what would you say that most important actors in this field, since we mentioned about laws, and maybe introduce them to us a little bit? Yes. Uh, so it's kind of, uh, you can draw that from my previous statement that the most important actor in this topic is member states, because if we're dealing with different legislations, then we have to deal with the different member states and how they opt to uh, structure their own adoption system. Uh, another important actor is, of course, the European Commission, one of the main EU institutions that is involved in the decision-making process. And if we are aiming to a more common and a more homogenous, let's say, adoption system, then we should foster cooperation between both member states and the European Commission. Another important agency is uh, the European Agency, the European Union Agency for Fundamental Rights, uh, which is a specially created organ whose goal is to assist member states in ensuring that their citizens' fundamental liberties are protected. Uh, and one of the main vulnerable groups that their rights are uh, are in danger are children, and especially children who are deprived of parental care, which is basically children who are waiting to be adopted. So FRA is very important in our topic as well. And of course, another important agency is UNICEF, a United Nations organ whose aim is to promote child protection and inclusion, and of course works into the field of adoption because their aim is to help the child grow up in a healthy family environment and make sure that they have access to protection services and basically any opportunity that every child should have access to while they're growing up. So these are the main the main actors, of course. There are many more, but they're like the main actors involved in this topic. Thank you. So apparently there are some laws about it, right? But it seems they are not working efficiently. Uh, I know there should be so many since member states is one of the main actors, but maybe could you tell about them just one or two? Yeah, of course, each member state. It has its own rules about adoption, and it would be kind of pointless to analyze how the adoption system works in every member state. There are many laws in place that are like that have like a European wide effect. The only one that is very important is the European Convention on the Adoption of Children. Uh, this convention uh, outlines basic principles and basic provisions regarding the adoption practices. And uh, they make sure that each national legislation prioritizes the children's needs and rights. Uh, however, this convention has only been ratified by 16 member states, and the other 11 member states that are remaining are not abiding by its measures, which uh, also creates uh, more difficulty into the problem that I mentioned before, that there is lack of a common regulatory framework regarding adoption and that um, the fact that there are so many differences between member states makes it actually very complicated into solving this issue. But the main, the main convention in place is the European Convention on the Adoption. Thank you so much. So uh, we are done with your committee, but I still would like to have one or two questions for you. So what are your expectations from this session? 
from your committee? So if we examine it from like an academic perspective, uh, the topic is very difficult. So I understand if it, it's kind of a hindrance for delegates or if delegates might feel very overwhelmed by it. But uh, I think that my expectations is that we all try to do our best regarding this, both in terms of research and in terms of motivation into solving the issue. So I expect, let's say, a lot of motivation for this topic. And also from the session, let's say, in general, I just expect us to have fun because, of course, I mean, academics are important and the topic is very interesting and specifically interests me, but it's not the end of the world, really, if we don't get something. Uh, it's not only about academics, it's also about the fun side of it and the social side of it, which is what EYP is about in general. So I'm guessing that uh, I expect motivation and joy from this session. I honestly couldn't agree more. Uh, so it brings us to the next question and actually last question. So is there any specific thing you would like to say to your delegate since this podcast is aiming for your delegate, for your committee? Well, I want to say that you guys are very great for choosing this. So I cannot wait to meet you and get to know you and understand your motives behind joining the session and choosing our committee and behind joining AWP in general. So I think that I'm just looking forward to talk to you and see you in our committee room in Zoom. So thank you so much for being our guest. So this is the end of our podcast and hope to see you in session. Thank you.